Warning! This episode contains adult language, mature situations, a gothic romantic main character, four mysterious men in a quiet castle, tons of sexual tension, food crystals, and a mundane plot. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 474, Rosenblood. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and bang reviews about connectly enhanced narratives. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope all of you are doing well out there, and if you're one of our Patreon members, hello, society members, hope you're doing awesome and amazing. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spirekin or some podcasts and vain reviews about connecting enhanced narratives is a nerdy podcast where every episode we talk about various nerdy subjects depending on the show you're listening to. Since this is the manga review, obviously we're talking about manga. I tell you the art style is, the overarching plot, the characters, the design quality, the production quality of the manga itself, and most importantly, if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I or my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, enlightening, exciting, and most importantly, entertaining. You can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com. That's S-P-I-R-A-K-N.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Spotify, YouTube, Stitcher, and various other social media sites. Just search in the bar, Spirekin. I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, you can email me personally at Zan. That's X-A-N at Spirekin.com. Tweet me at Spirekin. And if you enjoy what you hear, support our Patreon, help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. Also, remember to review and rate us on iTunes. That way I can see what you guys like, what you guys don't like, or you can email me at Spirekin. So, for those of you who are familiar with this, this is our special additional episode of the week. The reason why we're doing this is because we're trying to reach 500 before the end of the year. So, for a while, we're going to be doing two episodes a week. This is our Friday show. And before I get into the manga review, we do have to talk about some real-world stuff because, yeah, people have been asking me about it, so I'm not going to go too far into it, but, yeah, shitty news happened in the world today. The Supreme Court decided to overturn Roe v. Wade. This is a really bad situation because it's just, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, So, pretty much the main thing is this. This shows us that in order... For us to make any change, we have to vote. We can't just be like, okay, we'll let other people vote. No. We have to let our voices be heard. You have to vote for everything. Not just the presidential elections. You have to do it for senators, for congressmen, for city officials. They are the ones who affect our lives. In order to maintain this, you have to vote. So don't just sit there if you vote. For international listeners, yeah, this is yeah, this is kind of an embarrassment for us. Um that's all I'm going to really say. Uh, I have a lot of thoughts, but I don't think I am... Yeah. It's it's a it's a bad situation. It's really just... Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. I know I should be like more like, yeah, go into it deep, but this is not a political podcast. I'm someone who talks about fun things. I'm trying to take your mind off of this. So let's get to the review of the episode, because if you remember from that last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga... And it dictated on to be they reviewing a manga that was written by Kachiro Ishizui. It's published by Akita Shoten, which means it's released over here by Viz Media. It's a shoujo series that originally came out 2017, and it's actually finishing in August of this year, so 2017 to 2022. There are four volumes, and this is a romantic supernatural fantasy known simply as Rosenblade Hitoko no Mikan, or Rosenblade. 
So, Rosenblade is a once upon a time fantasy about a young girl who awakens in a magical castle surrounded by a bunch of pretty boys and she finds love, but that's not all. The story is about Stella Violetta, a young girl who is riding in a carriage to go to her new job as a maid when there was a quote-unquote accident that occurred. She wakes up in the middle of a mansion that's very strange and gothic with four mysterious individuals. You have Levy, Frederick, Yole, and Gilbert. And each one of them are weird and unnerving, but they like her and they're going to hire her as a person. They saved her, apparently. And these unusual individuals are very different. They tell her, don't go in the cellar. Gilbert, if he ever gets close to her, he tries to attack her. Yole is like, listen, I'll clean up my own room. You don't have to go in there and don't get too close to me. And he's the youngest of them all. Frederick is really flirty and kind of gets a little too close. A little comfort and Levy's fighting his differences. As you can guess, the four individuals are vampires. And they're in this mysterious gothic mansion that's surrounded by roses. So the roses are kind of a gilded cage around this beautiful mansion, and it's about Stella dealing with this weird, creepy situation and the romance between her and Levy. Um, yeah, that's this series. There's nothing really else about this. It's just her dealing with the fact that she's with vampires. It takes her two volumes to figure out she is living with vampires. Stella is not the sharpest tool in the shed. She's kind of dumb. And it's just... Yeah, this is just one of those ones that you read that's very romantic and sensual and really shouldn't fit the situation I talked about earlier because it feels awkward. I apologize. But yeah, I spun it. That's why I got a review. And this is just, it's her dealing with these individuals. Like Frederick, there's total sexual tension between them. But Levy's obviously the one that she's going to end up with because he's a vampire and he wants to eat her, but he can't because he loves her. And he's going to just say, when you become crystals, I will put you in a... Uh, coffin and I will never eat you because these vampires don't eat blood they eat crystals that are made from girls who turn to crystals and then they consume them which is a nice change of pace from them just biting the girls in a romantic way and sucking their blood it's them actually eating these crystals and um Stella not realizing that that's all they eat when she feeds them food they think it's poison and it's not good but she doesn't realize like I said Stella is not the sharpest tool in the shed which, if you're going with Victorian era, it's kind of accurate that she wouldn't know about such things and wouldn't think such things exist. But when the reveal does happen, she just takes it with stride, and then it gets weird where Frederick is going to try to steal her from Levy, because obviously her and Levy have a connection, but Frederick is the one who's all pervy and horny. And Gilbert is the one that they hide in the basement in S&M gear because he's too bloodthirsty. It's... It's... It's gothic vampire romance that's what this is but it's not compelling gothic romance this has been done before if you've read any vampire story that's a romance it's like note for note for so many things it does nothing new for the genre the art is nice i'll give it that the art is very nice and unique uh it's very shoujo-esque the Blood crystals look like weird candies. They don't look like crystals. I kind of like that element to it. The grounds of the the castle are unique, and I love the fact that it's surrounded by these roses that apparently turn people to crystal. That's the whole gimmick, is that they're cursed roses. And why is it? Because stuff involving a nun. I'm not going to say any more. However, what I will say, that despite the 
beautiful art and the unique premise with the roses around this castle surrounded by fog. Uh, this is, this is, yeah, no. Just, no. This is not a good series. It's, um, it's pretty rough. I've read a lot of shoujo series over the years, and this one is pretty just... Like, there's a bunch of different types of romances that are around. If you go to any bookstore, there are tons of books in a romance section. You have bodice rippers, you have historical, you have contemporary, you have comedy, you have all these unique ones. But there's always something unique about it. But then you have the Harlequin stuff. The stuff which is just bottom of the barrel written for old ladies to read because that's their pace and speed. This gives me that feeling of that. This is a har- not like a bad Harlequin story that just doesn't want to go further. It's it's will they, won't they? And there's a romance, but nothing really happens of it. You know where it's going to go, and it's not compelling. And the production quality is okay. It's a, it's a manga. It's a regular manga that's, well, you got two volumes out now, and yeah... It's a manga. And what am I going to say about this? But it's... Yeah, it doesn't do anything new for the medium. The art style is okay. There's nothing unique about it. This is just a basic, super basic manga. And because of that, because of the story, because of the characters who I have no interest in any of them, there's five characters total that are the main cast, and then you get one more introduced. There's references to her. Uh, Stella's sister, but we have no interest in her. They start to do something kind of cool with Yol, but they never really capitalize on it because it's more about, oh, it's the whole thing with Levy, so... <sighs> this is disproportioned. It does nothing for the side characters, and it's not complete garbage. Don't get me wrong. I don't hate it completely. There are some elements that kind of lift it up, but not by much. For that reason, and for all these reasons, I have to give Rosenblade our second lowest rating, which is typical reading material at local correction facility or psychiatric institute. There's one redeeming factor, and that's it. This is, if you have nothing else to read, you can read this. It's not great. Now, if you've read Rosenblood and you disagree with me or you agree with me, you can email me personally, Zan, that's X-A-N at Spyker.com, or tweet me at Spyker and let me know your thoughts and feelings about Rosenblade. If you liked it or if you hated it, uh, I'm willing to take it all in stride. Let me know what your thoughts are on that. And I know this is a kind of awkward topic to talk about after what I talked about, but yeah. We're going to just leave it at that. And so, with that in mind, uh, I'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. I know it's a quicker episode, but thank all of you for checking this out. I appreciate each and every one of you. You're all awesome. Every email I get, every message I get gives me more motivation to keep doing this podcast as long as I can. And I'm going to keep doing this until I'm an old man has to read manga with thick glasses and a magnifying glass or have to read large print manga. I'm going to keep doing this because I love recommending manga and I hope you like listening to me as well. And so with that in mind, let's get to the part you have all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga! Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on. What I've done is I've assigned a manga tile to each of the 10 slots. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin that one that only the Wheel of Manga, whatever number it lands on. That's the manga we're going to review in the next episode of the Spyrocket Manga Review, episode 475, 25 away from episode 500. And we got a great list this week. We've got some really fun ones, some really disturbing ones, and one which I'm kind of shocked I never got to yet because people have been talking about it. 
So with that, let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? Number two again. So in the next episode, I'm going to be reviewing a manga called Island in a Puddle. What's it about? I have no idea, but it just came out and it looks kind of cool. The cover is a kid with his with another girl on his shoulders and an umbrella. This looks really cool or really depressing. We're going to have to wait and see what happens. So, guess for this episode. Hope you liked and enjoyed. Sorry that the news part was kind of weird. Usually I put that in my news section, but this is something I just had to get off my, you know. I posted something on Twitter if you want to check that out as well. But, anyway, so with that in mind, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Catch you guys next time, and keep reading manga. See you later.